All right. And we are recording. You usually let me do a cold open where I say something stupid, and you're not letting me do that anymore, and that is hurtful. You're literally doing it now. I do owe me chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Tell, you were doing that for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> like a weird squirrel golem. <laughs> you wouldn't let me do anything weird for the cold open. You already have. I had to sneak it in there. Sneak it in. You've been doing it for 10 minutes trying Every to do it. Every single time you recorded, time. I would be like, Chocolate. the entire time you've been trying to do it. You've been squeezing it in, you've been forcing it in my ears. And how do your ears feel? <laughs> Moving on. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, the first episode of the season, technically, I guess, of Survivor Series, hosted by me, Ryan, and with me, as always, my beautiful wife, Jessie. Jessie, how are you doing on this fine Saturday morning? We we did a preview, like, zero episode where we went through the entire cast, and you missed the latter half of it because you were getting sick. Are you feeling better? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. Um, I'm still sleepy. I, I slept this afternoon. You slept. I don't know how much you slept, but obviously you've been work, waking up super early for work, and then you slept. Obviously, I don't know what time you woke up, but you had a hair appointment at ten, I think, mm-hmm. this morning. About like eight thirty. So you woke up at eight thirty. Then and you I came took home a nap on the couch for about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes? Because I because I no, woke I woke you. up. I took a nap on the couch for about thirty minutes. Then I woke up again, and then I went to my hair appointment. Then <laughs> I came home at around eleven fifteen. And then I slept till one, one when and, I called you. And then I hung up the phone and I fell asleep again. Immediately. Um, <laughs> I asked for you to make a sandwich and instead you fell asleep again. Yeah. He said to his wife. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Woman, make me a sandwich. I mean, the wording was a little bit different. It was like, hey, do you want to make us sandwiches for lunch? But he did say to his wife, woman, make me a sandwich. And did I expect a sandwich when I got home? Yes. (laughs) Does that? That's your fault. That's on me. I should have known that you were uh, one sleepy McGeeky. Yeah, I can't stay awake. Yeah. Uh, But we're awake for this episode. Hopefully. Uh, Or at least we were awake for watching this episode, the first episode of season 46 of Survivor. Um... Uh, we watch Survivor. Our show is Survivor. Oh, my apologies. Um, are we ever going to explain why we call it Survivor? Just because. Skirt. Skirt, skirt. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you like what we do here, obviously subscribe. And if you have any questions or thoughts on this episode or all episodes moving forward, if this is your first time joining us this season, I want to get all the plugs out early. Uh, series at gmail.com is our email address. S-C-U-R-V-I-V-O-R series at gmail.com uh, is where you can send the, your thoughts or comments about either Survivor Series, our show, or Survivor, their show. What are your thoughts on where you stand on the milk chocolate versus dark chocolate argument? Is there an argument? Dark chocolate is superior. Mm. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. Milk chocolate, well, I don't know. Because I always grew up having like milk chocolate, obviously, but like Hershey's does not taste the same, and it just tastes bad now. Yeah. So there's there's that. But I don't also don't eat dark chocolate, but I think I can't actually anymore 
I, think, I mean, you can. You just can't have a lot of it. Yeah, I think it has. I think it's high in oxalate, which can lead to a kidney stone. So what? Who, here's that. What can we update our audience on since we uh, last recorded? Last, we basically last recorded. I want to say in December, early December. Maybe? Ryan has not been hospitalized again since. <laughs> that's good. He stayed out of the emergency room. That's great. So that's. A plus. Always a plus. Um, a plus, if you will. We are still married. Uh-huh. 12-23, right before Christmas is when our last wow. episode came out. Um, We're still married. Still We've married. made it through to February, baby. Yeah. Um, that's... March, actually. March. Yeah, it's March. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other month, it would still be February. Um, does that make sense? Did you say any other month, it would still be February? Correct. That's the name of my album. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you do the fallout boy thing yeah in any other month that's not really fallout boy no. that's more like smashing pumpkins um but it's the long long titles yeah smashing plurkins that don't um, make any sense uh speaking about not making any sense uh we have an episode of survivor to get to that i thought was we, do, we have what <laughs> episode of skirt 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 viver we're uh, doing a podcast doing a plurred cast um a little bit a different plur- a blurb cast? A, pl- a, blurb- a blurb cast. A blurb cast. It's where you blurb on about. A blab cast. A bla- blab cast. Let's do a blab cast. <laughs> blab cast. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. Um, anyways. Not the ER, Ryan. No more ERs. If this is your first time listening to the show, expect this. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> we're be covering every episode of Survivor. Along with that, we have also, if you heard our preview episode, we have drafted Survivor Series, Survivor Series teams of five the two of us and a uh, former guest, Jerry Newman, um, to go over. So we'll go over that at the very end about who we have because, as we always do, we, we have our, our teams picked up, but we're going to swap after the first episode because we picked those teams basically off the mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly uh, uh, little interview segment. So we're going to swap one person potentially um, after uh, the very first episode, and maybe for somebody, they have to... Add a whole new other person. Hi, Jerry. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, what did you think of this pi- pilot? Let's say episode. This episode titled "This is where the This is where the legends are made" uh, of season forty six. What do you think of this first episode of Survivor? I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was like wowed. In okay. the sense of like, there are a couple of people that I'm like impressed me. You know, there yeah. are a couple of people that had very quotable moments. Yes. Um, which which is always a good thing. You, if reality show, you want those quotable moments. Yeah. Um, I love Tevin. Yep. I wanted Tevin. It bounces off the. Screen. I should have made Tevin my first yeah. pick. I really should have. Really I didn't think that I would miss out not picking Tevin. Yeah, he he flies off the page. Yeah. Literally, the oh, the first person we hear is not Jeff Probst. We hear Tevin. I kind of expected y'all to pick pick other people, so like I thought I would have a second chance with being able to get Tevin. But you know, yeah. Um, but no. Oh well. Tevin was taken, but uh, he bounces off the screen immediately uh, to me. Um, there were, I mean, there. <laughs> Jelinski bounces off the page, bounces off the screen in a different way I think, than Tevin. I think I saw Jelinski coming. Yeah, we both did. If you listen yeah. to the preview, we both kind of heard it. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, Soda kind of also... 
I think Tevin almost comes across more naturally on the screen in a weird way. Whereas like Soda, at times, I think she's very natural. At times, it feels forced, if that makes sense. Um, She and I like kind could be, of... Could be the editing, to be fair. I kind of saw this coming and I thought that it wouldn't rub people the wrong way too quickly. I thought there'd be a couple episodes before that happened. But camp counselor vibes yeah for sure i mean leaning into it obviously, and like too. i understand hunter <laughs> because i don't think i'd be able to handle it yeah uh i think i i run into people that have that personality and uh it wears me down very quickly but i like kind of thought on paper i was like you know it might not rub anyone the wrong way until like maybe a couple episodes in when they're all hungry and mad mm-hmm. but like it was a lot yeah not saying it's a bad thing it's just like as an introvert yeah it like it's 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 hard to be around consistently it helped that you need a break from people who have that much energy and personality yes it helped that soda had other people that were doing camp counselor songs with her if it was just her it would have been like screw this person um q i really enjoy he has like a self-seriousness that i really like but also a playful energy about him Mm -hmm. that i like um i'm trying to think i thought tim would be funnier tim yeah (laughs) i i i really thought tim would be funnier so do you think so far tim has um met his performance uh, his workplace performance metrics yeah do you think he has he has met no, his workplace i don't think performance he has metrics? met and exceeded them yes nor exceeded them i don't think he's met or, nor exceeded them um um yeah ben i thought was way more fun and way more of the vibe and the fun of uh the green tribe yeah he definitely has like the the boxes he checks are what i thought he would check but like it's not as obnoxious as i thought it was gonna be yeah yeah. Like he's he's more down to earth than I thought he would be. I mean like he's kind of like his he's he's you know yeah all over the place but like he's more approachable than I thought he would be. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um Banu obviously also I think is a very um Bono great has, character. Banu has a lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. I which well, could 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 hurt him early on. Banu, I said while we were watching, he reminded me of he had like a jam jam esque energy about him, and then as the show evolved, I said, "Oh no, it's jam jam and Carolyn is yeah, one person. That's one who person. Ba- that's who Banu is." The moment he got emotional about losing the challenge, and oh, we have to vote someone out, and then getting kind of emotional at the tribal council as well, I was like, "Oh, he's Carolyn and jam jam is what he is." Yeah. Um, but I think leaning more jam jam. There was someone else that reminded me of um someone else i don't remember who it was uh jess uh weirdly reminds me of your sister uh she gives off a jody quality about her that not in terms of how she plays in this episode or lack thereof but it's just she does have a little jody energy she's incredibly relatable jess Uh, i watch her on television and i'm like that's she's a real like she's a real person like everybody's a real person but like jess is like oh my god that's that's if I were like if I'm on TV, that's me. Some of these people are characters in cartoons. Jess is like, oh, that's a real person. She feels like, like a real person. The thing about Survivor is like you are watching people's best versions of themselves deteriorate over time. 
Because, like, they, you know what I mean? That's, uh, like, they start yes. out, like, putting on as much of themselves as possible. Yes, putting and then on they airs. Get, then they get tired. They get hungry. They get, like, you know. Snappy. Snappy at each other. Stressed. You're watching, like, anxious. that deteriorate. The walls are coming down. Jess just comes in, like. The walls are already um, down. I lost my keys. Yeah. Does anyone see my keys? <laughs> and I'm like, that's, you know, like, she just comes in. I don't know. I love Jess. Yeah. No. I, I, I love Jess. The walls are, are seemingly already down with Jess, which is in a weird like or maybe that the walls aren't necessarily down already. It's that she doesn't seemingly put up walls. She she has this am I in the right class? Yeah. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> you know like she has this I'm just trying to figure out if I'm in the right is this, room right now. Is this Calc Like two? everybody is, is this, this is this Calc 2? Is this count two with with Jenkins? Jenkins. Ooh, oh, no. oh no, no in the room. That's that's in like, one. That's in one oh four. Oh, okay. Shoot. Okay. That's yeah. that's the energy I get from Jess. Yes, but it, but everybody else knows like. And people feel weirded out by her because she doesn't feel like she's doing an act. Yeah. Well, she's everyone else like like who? who what tribe is she on? She's on the orange, thing is, right? Well, here's the thing. Everyone's like, we don't. You can't really get a read Purple. on her. You don't know her. It's because. You have to get a read on everybody else because there is a level of a mask that they're putting on that you're trying to read through. Yeah. Jess is just showing up so authentically that people are confused by it. They're taking they, it back. <laughs> she's like, you know, they're like, we can't get a read on her. She has specifically, explicitly voiced every single thought in her head. I don't understand how you guys can't get a read on her. There's no she filter. She doesn't have a filter. There's no filter, but not like a no filter and like a... a a demonstrative sort of way that like people sort of had with Emily. Yeah. Not sort of had. We certainly She's had. Just, it's, it's like stream of consciousness. Yes. Jess. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I love so much. I think it's confusing people and they think that they can't get a read on her because they're like expecting to read through yes, something. Cause what's the act? There is none. <laughs> she said, if I found an idol, I would lose it anyway. <laughs> that was the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, the way she looks around, like, I just, like, it's, it, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, I, I, I love how, how much we're so into Jess right now. Yeah. Um, I hope she lasts long. I just, I fear that people won't get it because there's nothing to get. It's yeah. just her. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else on the cast that I really felt like compelled to, uh, uh Charlie is an interesting one uh charlie davis of of the green team i believe um of green yeah he's an interesting fellow <laughs> like i how old is he 25 he is 25 years old he is a law student oh, from little, harvard he's a little babe he's gonna find himself in this journey and when you say find yourself now i'm coming from a place where i'm a cis white man but I feel like I have never seen a kid more in the closet, potentially, than Charlie <laughs> oh. Davis. Like, there is something so, like, theatric about him that is so, like, quaint and small that, like, it, it feels like he's holding something in, but also it's, like, constantly eking out of him all the time. His self-tape audition that they showed with him coming in and slamming the book down and being like, objection was so theater it was so theater he i want i wonder if he did theater in like high school or something he has that energy about him of like yeah like i've done theater he the uh leather vest that he acquires in this in this episode uh, the equivalent of stealing someone's hat 
Um, the obviously the the already memed. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh girl. Oh girl. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like I'm not trying to put Charlie in a box. Right. I, I'm trying to. I'm saying he should be out of that box. <laughs> we're not trying to put Charlie in a box, but there is something whether. And to be fair, I don't know what his sexuality is. He could, yeah, uh, he could be fully straight. He could be already out. But or there's whatever. something he's holding back. Whether yeah. it, it could just be a personality trait, whether or not it's like sexual orientation related or not, there is a little something that like Charlie's holding. Back. And part of it is like you know he is lying about going to Harvard. Sure, sure, sure. But sure. I'm sure that there are other things. Yeah, it just it, it just there's something that like I want to see full bloom, Charlie. Yeah, this is this is not. I just full want Charlie bloom, to Charlie. let loose and be. His, like full Charlie, and I think Ben is Ben from Miami is gonna be the guy that lets him loose. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fine. He's of age. Uh, <laughs> he drinks. He's just a wee little babe. <laughs> ben, they're describing what alcoholic beverages they like, and Charlie is like, I like, I like a a, a a nice fruity drink, and they're like, oh what, like an apple teeny? He's like a Shirley Temple. And, and I like, looked at Ryan. <laughs> Of course, yeah, that's the drink I always get Ryan, all the time. Ryan orders with a straight face. A, a, a man in a man's voice. Yeah. I throw the menu down. You're and trying say, so hard to make it like a... A man's drink. But like every time he gets a little sheepish about it. Yeah. Like, well, like yeah, just well, own it. Sometimes I You don't like want a, a Shirley beer. Temple. Sometimes I don't want a beer. Sometimes I want something, I guess, sugary, more sugary just, than a you just a gotta, You just got to be confident. Yeah. There's um, no shame in, in wanting a Shirley Temple. But just adding that on top of everything about Charlie, it's just very... There's something very quaint about him that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. There's nobody... I mean, we'll talk about more people as we get through the episode, but... Um, I'm getting, like... I can't remember the other guy that I'm thinking of, but with Randon, a little bit of um, Jesse, like the seriousness that he brings to his... Uh-huh. Of like, just the way that he talked in that one inter, like that one um confessional. Yeah, I like was like, well, like that was like something Jesse would say. But there's also another person that I was thinking of that like what he said was something that they kind of like what they said when he was kind of just like this person's a lot. Yeah, and like I'm here to like this is like it was like serious time. Yeah, when he was talking about Venus. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Venus. Which we'll talk like, more about. Yeah, but, like uh, he's already on the like. Mm-hmm. This I'm targeting this person. Yes, like that was like 20 minutes in, not even. But yeah, um, and then he's uh, gonna be a, a strategy guy. Is my point. Yeah, which was I think why I got the Jesse bat. Uh, Maria was also interesting, but I didn't really get a personality from Maria. But she definitely did like a lot of important survivor mm-hmm. things. You know, um, she you know winning an immunity. Get winning an extra vote or whatever, uh, in a way, uh, <laughs> not really winning it per se. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. There. There's a lot of big personalities already. Liz is a pretty big personality. Like, Liz is interesting. I, I think your 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 prediction that she's going to be a bit a bit chatty mm-hmm. was pretty spot on. Yeah. She's, she's already um already a bit chatty. It, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Uh, I was be like, Ryan, we don't call women that. Sh- uh, I thought you were gonna say she's already a bitch. <laughs> she's already a bitch. We don't call women bitches. Um, not in this uh, house. Uh, Tevin was felt close to Tevin already like sussing her out and be like, 
Uh, I'm here for money. You've already, you have four companies, two of which you sold. Why are you here? Why are you flaunting that, though? And, like, her job at 35 year old is, as she self-described, tells people how to write emails and makes money off of that. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, whoa, hold on. You have to make a lot of money for that to be a thing. Um, You know, there's a lot of big personalities here. Uh, That's always what you want from a good first episode. I think this is a nice little cast here. I think mostly everybody jumped off the page. More than half. If more than half jump off the page to me, I think that's good. Um, A lot of people haven't, but, you know, I think that's deep. I think the thing is I actually remember, I think, every single person. Whereas, like, last season, I feel like... It took a bit. It took a bit for me to remember, like, half the people. Yeah. I think the only one, like, it's weirdly forgettable is, like, Jem and Moira. But they were still, like... They didn't get a lot of screen time. Well, they did. Moira got a lot of... Moira and Jem and Maria are, like, Mariah? that women... Mariah, yes. Are that uh, women's unit on... Oh, yeah, green, yeah, yeah. On Sega. Um, so they, they had screen time, but, but it, like, it didn't stick with me. Yeah. Their personality... The three of their personalities well, are not there. I feel like everything that they got screen time-wise was the two of them. Mostly. For the most part. Yeah. Like, they, there wasn't a lot of individuals, it was like, mostly the two of them together. Yeah. And then uh, Tiffany I enjoyed, I don't really, but I didn't really get a big thing. She just seems like a powerhouse on the on I'm excited team. that she's on my team. Yeah. Um, Kenzie is interesting. Uh, Venus is interesting. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much the entire cast. I think it's a very good cast. I think yeah. they did a good job. Um, let's get to the actual episode break down the episode uh like i said already we already said a lot of this so i'll skip ahead uh tevin opens the show laying out the premise of survivor in a big time monologue um we get a bunch of these sort of one-off quotes from various people uh banu applied to survivor when he became a citizen like immediately uh jess says he got the the call to be on survivor the day after he got a citizenship. oh is that what it was i think he'd already applied Oh, that's he fantastic. He got the phone call, I think, the day after. Uh, Jess says she's socially awkward. Uh, Hunter says he's Mississippi cloistered, is what I wrote down. Hunter says he's Mississippi cloistered? Yes, in the sense that he has only been born and raised in Mississippi, and he hasn't seen the outside world and uh. diverse people uh, before. So it's Which is something that Char- he can share with Charlie, who's on a different team. Speaking of Charlie, Charlie's a T-Swift fan. Uh, from Harvard, from Harvard, I wrote down objection. Um, <laughs> uh, he th- brings up Taylor Swift a lot. Um, Tiffany says she is a hustler artist, is how she basically described it. That she's a hustler, and that's a good attitude I think to have. Venus says she's going to do sneaky yeah, she shit. Give up. Tiffany wouldn't give up on a challenge. <clears throat> that uh, Kenzie is ready to party. Uh, Soda wants to be a model for students. Uh, Q is a competitive footballer. He he's wants to be the QB. Um, and we get to the marooned island of Fiji with her maroon uh, cast. Uh, Jeff basically des- you know describes the show. He goes over the premise of the show, every everything. Uh, he kind of goes over how the first day had like a lot of choppy waters because the wind and the and it was real real rough. So everyone got a little wet. He says that the teams are as follows. Purple team, um, which is... Yanu. Yanu. Yes, the name is Yanu, but I was going to say the, the people on it. Oh. Uh, Jess, Kenzie, Tiffany, Jelinski, Banu, and uh, Q 
are are Yanu. Uh, green, which name is Siga, is Siga? Siga? Siga. Siga. Uh, Gem <coughs> Moira. Uh, Tim. Mariah. Mariah. Gem. Okay, okay pause. Mariah. 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 You got it? Yes, I got it. Do it again. So Tim, Gem, <laughs> uh, Charlie, Maria, uh, Ben, and Moira are all on Seagull. Right. <laughs> of course, of course, I was going to do that. Uh, Orange is Mariah. I'm so sorry that he's butchering your name. If you're ever going to listen to this, look. If it's not spelled I, listen, like, I tried. Look, if it's not spelled like Mariah Carey, then get out of here. Um, <gasps> uh, Orange is Nami. Orange Squad is Hunter. Nom nom nom. Nom nom nom. Nami. 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 Uh, Hunter. Venus. Randon. Uh, Soda. Uh, Tevin and Liz. That is Nami. Uh, Jeff describes the first challenge where the idea is that you're going to crawl under, two people are going to crawl under a muddy net. Uh, they get Yum. some puzzle pieces, like Tetris puzzle pieces. They have to then, when they have all those puzzle pieces, build a podium, have someone climb that podium, uh, grab their flint. Uh, and then, yeah, first team that does that gets their flint and all their stuff. Second team, uh, and third team doesn't get their stuff, their flint. I believe is what it was. Um, I believe, I believe, I believe. And the second team, however, will get to pick first on the sweat and savvy task uh, challenge after the fact. Um, what are your thoughts on the uh, opening challenge? Any any thoughts on the opening challenge here? Um, I think if they want mm-hmm. people to not get medevaced on the first day... <laughs> They gotta stop having this bar that they dive under <laughs> head first on the first challenge. I think it was like Hunter that was almost. He's so so close. Like these people haven't done these challenges yet, so they're going full force, like full hog, full hog at this. And it, I th- I think they gotta stop doing ones where they dive under head first under a bar. They're gonna have some medevacs on their hands on the first day. You don't want them to bruise it. No. Hunter almost bruised it. He was like, very close. so close. Um, t- speaking of Hunter, he really impressed me. He picked up a puzzle all by himself. So far, same thing of Tiffany. Showcase some strength. I believe Maria uh-huh. did as well. Um, there was something that I really picked up on that not talked about at all uh, on the show. Maybe fans of the show picked up, but they didn't highlight too much. There was a moment when Randon uh, went in with, I don't remember who it was, into the mud. And what he did was, it was so very subtle, what he did was that he put his buff over his face so that when he dove and crawled under the mud, he would be able to not have any mud on his face and just remove his buff. Genius. Which is a genius idea. He ended up having mud on his face, but I think he had way Big less... disgrace. <laughs> I think he had way less mud than everybody else on his face. Um, he didn't have mud in his eyes, probably. No, uh, it did not appear but so. But he did have mud on his face. And I saw such that. It disgrace. was such a subtle like thing that I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. I've never seen anybody uh, cover their face so they don't get a muddy face from uh, everything like that. That's a great way to use your buff that they give you. It's completely fair. Yeah, he rocked it. He rocked it. Um, speaking he of... Will. 
Rock you. What are you, Ben? Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, rocking it, Surprise. Nami Nami basically crushes it. Orange team Nami basically yeah. crushes it. They get their flint first. Um, uh, Siga is second. That's the green team. Um, funny enough, you see Jelinski run over to study Nami's puzzle first and then go back and then Siga studies it and then they go back and Siga wins. Uh, get second. Yeah. Not going to say anything out of it. Was Jelinski, Jelinski was also doing that puzzle, wasn't he? Yeah. Interesting. Well, they were all doing that puzzle. Who, who, yes, but who was properly doing the puzzle uh, on the teams, uh, on purple specifically? Was Jelinski? Was Jess doing the puzzle as well? I don't know. I don't pay attention to these things. I think Q might have been. And I don't recall, but Jelinski certainly was. Um, So note for him. Um, and yeah, that's the first challenge. Uh, Nami wins, they get their stuff, uh, and Siga gets second, so they get to pick what happens on a sweat versus savvy. Uh, so yeah, we go to the sweat with Yanu. Um, Jelinski and Q decide to be the ones to try to fill up two large urns that are like 40 ways from the beach. Um, they quickly realize, uh, that... The buckets of buckets that they have have holes in them. So to for them to go to the beach, fill it up with water, walk all forty yards or so um, in four hours. It turns out we'll get to that. Not several hours. We'll get to that. Um, but four hours they had as the water's uh, coming out of the bucket. Uh, that's the sweat task. That's a. They're tough sweating one. buckets on over their buckets. Got them. Got them. <laughs> uh, tough task. Tough task. Well, it was tough, but they didn't have to make it as tough. Um, Plug the holes, dudes. Yeah, let's just Sticks, talk. Let's shirts. Just, take your shirts. Stuff them just, in the holes. Let's just talk about the task here. Um, it, it's a tough one. Knowing what this... Well, we'll I'll, I'll ask that question when we get to Super Savvy. But, um, so the task goes on. They compete in it as the episode goes on. Um, and what ends up happening is Jelinski gets super tired. Q is like, I'm tired, but I'm still going. He's the QB, so he's not sitting down. Jelinski's sitting down, and he says something to camera of like, man, if we don't fail, I'll have like the, an ally or whatever to, to you know, come, you know, have a friend or whatever. And what he decides and tells Q is that he thinks that at this point in time, like an hour, hour and a half has gone by. They don't know it's four hours. Jelinski at this time thinks it's seven. But even then, it's he because he thinks several means seven. He means several means seven because several is in the word seven is in the word several means seven. Uh, but even then, he thought that they actually had more time than they thought than they had, and he still was like, "We'll never get this done." He thought that they had seven hours to complete this task, and he quit at like an hour and hour. Yeah, and a half. because he said, "Dude, I've got five more hours of this shit no way i'm, I'm not doing now. this i'm not doing this so then sit down and, and take a break and make q do it like i think q would have been upset if Jelinski like took a break and q kept going i think but he would be less upset than him <sighs> quitting yes i think that's completely fair i also think it's reasonable i, I mean looking at q and Jelinski. no offense Jelinski, but q is in way better shape oh yeah uh than Jelinski is yeah um also like did they even try to move the urns like maybe they're made maybe they're deceptively light also did you even try to plug the holes 
grab a stick, stick your shirt in the holes. Some yeah, so it's not gonna be perfect, but it's gotta just gotta be something. Another, I guess, reality show or panel show really is that we enjoy is Taskmaster from the UK. Um, it's a great show. Like all sixteen seasons of it are online, basically on YouTube. Really great show. Uh, and the whole premise is like almost like tasks like this, um, these sweat and savvy tasks, where it's basically like, oh, here is something that. Nine times out of ten, seemingly impossible tasks. You have to figure out how to solve it as quickly as you can or whatever. And this would be a this sweat task is a task that would be on Survivor. Maybe not four hours, excuse me. But it'd be something similar of like here you have a bucket that's leaking, uh, and you have to fill up the this other bucket as as much as you can. You know, this is an easy, easy thing that they thought of. And when you look at it through a taskmaster lens, the thoughts immediately come to us of how do you che- how do you cheat this task? Well, not even cheat. It's like they take these the sweat task at face value. Uh huh. Like no one ever said, take this bucket and fill this urn exactly how it is. Like it's just the idea is fill the urns, right? Yes. They gave you a bucket with holes. Yes. They're expecting you to probably do something else. Yes. Especially with the other one where it was like, you need numbers, but the way that you find the answer is by crossing out the numbers. Yes. It's something different. Like, it's not at face value. Fa- like, they're taking in face value of like, we got to figure out, this is going to tell us what the numbers are. Yes. Instead of, this is going to tell us a clue. Yes. To, like, be f- to be fair, they chose sweat. They didn't do the savvy part of their sweat task. No, but I'm saying like, clearly these tasks were not meant to be taken at face value. Yeah. They were hoping that people would do something different. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, I mentioned, I said just there as a throwaway, the savvy part of their sweat task. A savvy part of the task would, as you already said, uh, put some sticks through the holes to clog them up. I mentioned rocks or like pebbles or whatever. I don't know how, you know, if that's even plausible, but something of that of that ilk. They took their clothes off. Stick your clothes in the holes. Stick your clothes in the holes. It and won't be perfect, but it'll be like less leakage than it all just if you, pouring out. If you drape like the shirt on the inside of the bucket. Yeah, you so just you, twist it up and plug it. Oh, well, that. Well, I was just thinking that you like use the shirt as like a layer basically on the inside and so that they're covering up the holes well it's, it's and still, still use it as water permeable so the water's still gonna leak out yeah but, but it's, if you le- twist it's up, at the very least less permeable you just have to make this shirt more dense mm-hmm. and twist it up stick it through the hole yeah uh plug the holes no matter what uh figure out a way to plug the holes and or if you could move the urns move the urns um, i would have personally if i saw those urns i would have given them a good shake I that's agree. just how, that's just how my brain works is like I'm ne- if somebody gives me a, a task that is for points or something like that, yeah. to me, it's never at face value. There's going to be some... I just always think there's going to be some trick to it. And also, like, I'm not going to believe that you put these heavy-ass urns here. Yeah. If, if your only instructions are fill this with water and you're giving me, like, four hours, that signals to me that there's an easier way to do it, but they're hoping that you Which figure, is take forever to figure it out. The savvy part of the sweat task is... There, you have this much amount of time to solve, and the way to solve it faster is to not be sweat, but be savvy. Yeah. The way to solve in a weird way, but that's actually not part of like a gimmick or a cheat or whatever, but it's actually part of the savvy task, which we'll get to, is to have an element of sweat, is to dig yeah. something up, and who knows what that would have been. Maybe that would have been a whole thing that they would have to dig up. So like, b- there's there's an element, there's a possibility that both of these tasks are they're sweat and savvy but you also have to be savvy and sweat 
you have to be dual yeah. to uh, to co- accomplish them. Yeah, I which just... I think is an interesting. I really like that if that's the case. If that was the idea, um, if that was the intention behind it, because I think that would have been very smart. Of like, oh yeah, you could do you could try to do this task in four hours, but like, if you're smart, you can do it faster with less yeah. work and all this other stuff. I think that would have been a, a fantastic idea. Um, uh, buh, 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 buh. um, yeah, so then we get to, we see, let's talk about Sega's savvy task. Uh, basically, Charlie and Ben decide to do this one. They have to solve a puzzle. Uh, they have like a, I don't know, I think it was like a 10 by 10 grid of a bunch of random letters. Uh, ben quickly re- realizes that a lot of the letters, almost in a word search-esque uh, fashion, uh, horizontal, vertical, diagonal, are all numbers. Uh, like numbers spelled out obviously um and they had a puzzle number puzzle box combination you've seen them on survivor a billion times uh next to them as well so they start crossing off a bunch of these numbers uh and as charlie quickly points out is that ben finds 10 numbers on this word search but they have a six digit code that they figure out so they're looking forward trying to figure out do we add all these numbers together. I remember you pitching that. You add it together, subtract it, divide it, multiply it. What do you do with all these numbers that, you know, that they're intersecting, something like that? Um, and apparently, what the clue actually is, is you cross out all the actual numbers, and what we reveal is the letters of, uh, was it, dig under lock is what it was. So they had to figure out that they weren't actually on this word search, weren't actually looking for numbers. Mm-hmm. They were working, looking for a word or a phrase, and that was dig under under lock. They don't figure that out, and they lose that, lose their time. They even gave him a hint in the instructions. Mm-hmm. And was... which, which Charlie kind of picks up on, the, yeah. the idea of... And they look under the table, which is close, but mm-hmm. yeah. A very Taskmaster thing to put it yeah. right underneath the table. Um, but yeah, it's a similar thing of like there's a sweat aspect of they're going to have to dig thing, dig under dig under something, and they're just thinking of savvy, just thinking of their brains, which is kind of a survivor executive producer trickery, but at the same time, I think is something that I really like and enjoy, and I would want to keep around, honestly, if that is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at both of the tasks now, um, which task do you think would have been easier to do? Um, and which task do you think you could have maybe, do you think you could have completed either task? It's hard to say if the savvy yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, I think the savvy would have in a way been easier, but they had so much less time. Like their time seemed really short. Yeah. I don't, I didn't write down how much it was, but it, it was definitely shorter than four hours. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have gotten to the letters eventually, but like who knows how long. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if in the time frame they were given, if I would have figured it out. Yeah. I don't know. And the sweat one, you would have immediately started moving the jugs or try to... We were, I would have gone and given them a good shake. Yeah. If I don't you, trust people. If you and I were I doing those... People. If you and I were doing those challenges, I think you and I immediately would be like, well, we're going to plug up the holes. Yeah. <laughs> or move I, the jugs. Like, for me, it's like, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, our buckets have holes in them. And then just do it anyway. Yeah. My brain would be like, plug the holes. Mm-hmm. plug the holes exactly exactly even if we didn't move the urns plug the holes yeah and i like to think that we would have figured out the word search thing dig under yeah lock. that really depends on how long they got because like i feel like the savvy challenge they don't get a lot of time i feel like it's really short i and i think that's something that they're doing on survivors they tend to make those challenges even shorter because the, remember the first time they did sweat and savvy and it was like 
done super quick, super easy. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's part of the thing. I think they're trying to make them very hard, um, which, you know, that's fine by me. Um, we get some ca- a little bit of camp life stuff. Um, Banu tells the story of growing up in India, uh, says that he's survivor. He said basically he made a mention of like slum dog to survivor. So basically like alluding to the idea of like 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 the slum dog millionaire or that idea of, you know, living in a, a mud floor hut uh in in india uh and now living in america as a citizen on on survivor um tim and maria on siga bond over being parents um on nami tevin is concerned about liz owning four businesses and having money that was the mentioned the thing that we mentioned earlier uh soda makes fire for the camp very quickly I turn to you in that moment and being like imagine if soda goes to fire at the very end of the show what a tease. What a tease. Definitely a tease. I hope that doesn't because I believe she's on your team. Uh, <laughs> I, hope, I hope she doesn't go that far. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Um, we talked about the sweat. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, when Ben and Charlie get back to Sega, they tell them that they, lo- that they failed uh, and everyone seems kind of cool with it. And Ben's like, I'm glad the vibes are okay. He wants to be the vibe guy. Uh, and we get a whole montage of everyone basically saying, I really like Ben. He's really fun. He's the vibe guy. I'm really enjoying him. So uh, always good on that. Jem uh, and Mariah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Jem and Mariah bond. Uh, Mariah describes how hard it is to make friends, but she feels like there's a budding alliance, a girls alliance on Sega. Uh, between her and Maria. Uh, how do you feel about this women's alliance uh, on Sega versus the other three guys of Charlie, Ben, and uh, Tim? Listen, I I like women. I have a, I have a wife. I have a grandma. You have a wife? I have a wife. I have a, I'm a wife. I have a grandma. Uh-huh. Let the record show Jesse likes women. <laughs> Don't tell any of your Don't your me. high school soccer mates or college friends. Um, God. Okay. <laughs> Tim's response to this women's yes. Tim doesn't like it. He notices the girls are playing, is what he said, um, what? and basically wants to. And that's what he phrased it that they're talking to each other. I know. And he's like, "Well, if they're talking to each other, then they're gonna." maybe work together and they're going to vote at the guys immediately. The way Tim speaks. Mm-hmm. Tim speaks. I don't want to jump to conclusions. Uh-huh. That hey, that's the show. I'm getting major misogynist vibes from <laughs> yeah. this man. There is something weird, weirdly misogynistic. Like, the the women always get the men out first. Actually, no. Usually a woman is a woman is voted out first. Yes. Um and also when he's like, "Listen, you know, I know I have I know how women are. I have a wife. I have a grandma. What? What? Oh, yeah. Those were his reference points. Everybody had... What? I have a wife. What? I have a grandma. And I think in that moment, you said everybody has a grandma. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man. I I already, like... I don't want to call him misogynistic, but there is a coding. There is definitely a coding. And I'm, like... I'm not trying to jump to the conclusions, but that's the vibe I'm getting. And uh, 
I think the women should plot against him. Hey, they got they eventually the women scoop up Charlie to sort of be in there. But like I already said, Tim picks up on this, so he's trying to get an alliance of Charlie and um, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, Ben. So what does that mean for Charlie? He's in the power position. First of the season. First of the season. Charlie in the this power is where position. We get air horns. Can I have an air horn button? I don't want to give you. I that. would like to request make a formal request to my producer. If we get five emails. If okay. We get two. If we get two emails. Hey, serious moment. All of you out there. I need you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. I need you to email like you've never emailed in your life. Make my dreams come true. Tell this producer man that I deserve an air horn button. I will love all of you forever. I may make you cookies or something. Maybe I'll make you a little sticker. Ooh. I don't know. I'll do something. Survivor Series sticker? If you, if you, the triple S? <laughs> if you email our email address. Which is? Survivor... Pod? No. Nope. Survivor, Ser- Survivor Series at gmail. Survivor Series at gmail. Hate to see that happen. Hate to see that see, happen. I don't folks. deal with the email. I'm not admin. <laughs> not admin. Um, it's 2024. I'm not admin. <laughs> um. Anyway, I will love you all forever. If you email Survivor Series at Survivor Series at gmail.com and say that Jesse deserves an air horn button. Thank you. I love you. Uh, yeah, so, uh, if we get two emails, I'll accept that. Okay. I'll, I'll accept I just that. need two of you. Just need, just need two. Jerry, you're on. <laughs> um. I've got this in the bag. Uh, and Yanu, uh... We they discover about they don't really talk about the sweat topic too much on the return, but Tiff sort of mentions how she wants to do sweat. Uh, Kenzie teams up with Jelinski, Q, and Tiff, but we do get a montage where she pretty much gets along with everybody. Yeah, like literally everyone's coming to talk to Kenzie. Yes, but she basically chooses Tiff, Jelinski, and Q as her group. Um, Which like two of those choices are great, I think. Yes, I think it's fair. <laughs> I think she made one error, judgment, judgment of character error. Immediately. Immediately. Um, but the other two, great. Fantastic, we, fantastic alliance members. As we already mentioned before, no one can get a read on Jess. No one understands what's happening with Jess. Because nobody understands that she's just Jess. To be fair, there is an element of she's not really talking strategy yeah. with anybody. And people always are weirded out by that and all these sort of things. Um, so there's something, there's something there. Sure. Um, over at Nami, Hunter is sort of annoyed as we sort of talked about by Soda's camp songs. Uh, he bonds with Tevin. Hunter, I feel you. Uh, Hunter and Tevin bond and they become the Andy Griffith Alliance. A little windy, super windy. I can't whistle. My lips are dry. Hold on. I can't whistle. It's not bad. <laughs> it's better. I can't whistle at all. I can't even get any win out of there. Yeah. Hey now. Who do you, who do you think is Barney in that alliance? I have never seen Barney. I have never seen Andy Griffith. Is I have that, no idea what you're talking about. Is that who I am. About? I was born in 1996. Okay, so was I. You've never watched Andy Griffith. You yes, but you're the oldest person I know. I had it on VHS, and like they had different, like the the covers had different colors for the different. Yeah. Um. I wish there was a camera that I can gym to. 
that you can gym to? Yeah, from the office. <laughs> His name is Bar- Barney Fife. Who do you think is Barney Fife in that relationship? I don't know who Barney Fife is. Okay. Also, in your emails, when you when you email <laughs> to tell him that I deserve an air horn button, um, I need you to tell me who you think is Andy and who do you think is Barney in that relationship. I don't know who I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, because the tendency is going to be that that to people to say because because Hunter's a little more serious, he's Andy Griffith. But I think that Tevin is really the brains of this operation. Therefore, he's andy griffith so you know you tell me uh tevin likes the alliance i think with hunter but he is also i think open to this idea of working with whoever he needs to work with he does give a line of he's going to show why this island is mine which is very nice um at sega uh charlie expresses his love for taylor swift um, baby. he's excited to pop his cultural cherry is what i wrote is what he basically said in his uh well, he said his bubble, but yeah. He said if bubble, you, I wrote cherry. <laughs> well, that's yep. Um uh the girls, obviously, like I already said, they want to form an alliance with Charlie and form the Charlie's Angels. Um Love it. at Nami, uh Venus is called a princess twice by both Tevin and Liz, I believe. Um uh, immediately thinks that because of this, she's on the bottom because being a princess, she thinks is a negative connotation. And I think to be fair, a lot of times people do mean it as a negative connotation. Yeah. I don't think Tevin and Liz are per se. I don't think those are the type of people that use princess in a negative connotation. Um, but I think that it's also I think I agree with what you're saying that a princess has a negative connotation, so that I think that's there's that. But I think she is also the way she described it is that she doesn't she gets that term and she thinks that's nothing from the truth or far from the truth I should say. So I think there's also a bringing real her reality, her world into the game of a princess is bad. Yeah. Per se. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um so she goes looking for an idol. Randon catches Venus looking for an idol because of this sees her as a threat. Uh he talks to Soda and calls uh, Raiden calls Venus Parvati Light. Uh, the Black Widow herself, Parvati Light. Um, so this is like a gray widow. Um, but so does Sodar, as she d- dubs. I just remember writing Sodar, question mark. She dubs it, I think she says it twice in this episode. Yeah. Uh, she thinks Randon is untrustworthy uh, based on his assessment of Venus. So we have a right now a kind of loose alliance between Soda and Venus against um uh randon or at the very least randon and venus against each mm. other with soda kind of helping out venus here um we also get in this moment liz saying that she's allergic to everything one of the things being chicken and coconut and coconut so she can't eat anything i think she can eat the rice unless they cook coconut in the pot Hmm. So they have to have a separate pot for her specifically, which they don't have unless the survivor producers give her one. Maybe they maybe they gave her a separate pot, and then if they take the pot away for a challenge thing or whatever, they take both pots. Yeah, most um, immediately, most likely to get mad at that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, there's like, so much. I'm considering picking up Liz just for the points <laughs> of when like, she gets medevaced. Uh huh. I think it's like ten or fifteen points. Yeah um but uh yeah it, it it 
clock <laughs> clock is clock ticking up Liz, I feel one. like. Uh, I hate to say it. Um, <clears throat> a journey letter arrives. The people that end up going are Tevin, uh, Maria, who we find out is a member of the Flock of Seagulls. Um, and, uh, Flock of Seagulls? Yeah, remember Ben was like, Flock of Seagulls, and they all, they all started being oh. birds. Oh, yeah. Um, but those were all sort of random draws or whatever happened there. Except for Jolinsky. Jolinsky goes on the journey. He picks himself immediately. That sort of annoys Banu. Yeah, because he volunteers for everything, mm-hmm. and he quit half of what he volunteered for. He did the puzzle at the very beginning, and he failed. They, they lost. He volunteered for the sweat challenge. He quit. Quit. And then he volunteers immediately to do the journey. And as we'll discuss, he gives up. And he volunteers for the puzzle, supposedly. I imagine they would not have put him in the puzzle unless he said he could do it. Oof. Uh, so we go on the. Yes, I have a theory. <laughs> we go. So we go. We get talk to Jelinski a little bit. He gives a great quote, which is Jelinski is a legend. Uh, then we discover what the journey is. It's a card game of secret roles. Basically, whoever there's three cards. Whoever draws the torch. Um, is going to have to uh, be the guesser in a way. And the other two people are either a skull or a vote. Um, if you have the vote, you are trying to just basically tell the truth and convince the torch guesser that you have in front of you your, the vote, in which case the, both of them will get uh, an extra vote. Um, the death skull card is trying to lie and deceive and to convince the torch person that they actually have a vote card underneath them. Um, and I believe just them get an extra vote. I'm not entirely positive, but I think that is what the situation was. Um, after discovering this, Jelinski, who previously said Jelinski is a legend, uh, says, I'm going to pee my pants. Yeah. Title of this episode. (laughs) There it is, folks. Um, (laughs) they do basically one round of deceiving, um, Jelinski pulls the death card and mm-hmm. he, he deceives and says, oh, I have the vote. Uh, Tevin is like, I have the vote too. Maria's like, I'm unsure. I feel like Jelinski's lying, but I'm going to double down, ask them of like, basically she sets it up as an interesting way, which is if I think you're deceiving me and I find out you're lying, then I might not want to work with you in the future. I mean, the way she said it, I was like, damn, this woman's hard as stone. Yeah. She cracked that boy in less than a minute. Because Jelinski heard that. Like a little egg. Jelinski heard that and immediately quit and said, I want to basically I, like... I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I'm lied. sorry. I'm I lied. Sure I, I don't want to be deceiving. I'm a <laughs> nice guy. Don't be mad at me. Uh, don't be mad at me. I want to work with you basically in the future. Yeah. He, he didn't... He would rather not have an extra vote right now and instead... Uh, have an alliance, potential alliance member. That he won't make it that far. He would rather have a potential alliance member six episodes from now. Yeah. She cracked that boy like a little, little, little egg. A little egg. Um, and then, yeah. And then that's it. Tevin and Maria get an extra vote. Good on them, I guess. Yeah. Um, good on them. Uh, and uh, Jelinski loses a vote. I believe is what happens. And his try. Yes, he returns and explains. He he returns and explains that he is basically trying to like earn goodwill. And and maybe he eventually also explains that he's trying to earn maybe that they can use the extra vote with us down the line. Go ahead. You you are sat up and you're annoyed by him. Just like his tribe. Why? I get being honest. Okay. Jelinski, if you're listening, why? Why? Why'd you give him a timeline? Why'd you tell him how quickly you broke? 
He literally says, yeah, I lied for like a minute and a half. And then I told her the truth. Why? Why are you telling them that? What, 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 in what world does that look good for you? Yeah. Because you're already coming to them being like, I lost my vote to two other tribes who got extra votes, right? And maybe in the you merge, they'll could save. Could have stopped there. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> down the line, they'll use their, their extra votes once we've merged. They're not going to keep their extra vote that long. He could have stopped there, and that is hopeful optimism at best. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, I lied for like a minute and a half. <laughs> I quit, basically. Yeah. Like, why, why tell them that? Why not just be like, yeah, like, I, I tried to lie. It was like, you know, Maria saw right through me. She, Which she didn't. She picked up on it, but yeah. didn't really. But, like, why tell them how bad you were at that? Why not just tell them, yeah, I lost my vote, you know, I think he's trying to be like, look, I'm an honest guy. They already are mad at you, bro. You already quit the challenge before. They don't have Flint because of you. And now you're going to tell them the timeline. Like, I get trying to be honest and be like, yeah. And then I just, I, you know, I had to tell her because she, you know, you know, I had to tell her. But like, first of all, maybe don't tell them that you gave that information up. Second of all, don't give them the timeline. It doesn't look good for you. That's like, be, that's. <laughs> I want to bring this up now. It does sort of get brought up a little bit more later in the episode, but I think this is the perfect time to. Jelinski is playing with so much overconfidence and ego, it is astounding. And he fails at everything. No and one. more important than any of it, Jess, there's one thing to play with that on day one, but in his mind, he is not playing on day one. He's playing the long game. He's playing episode before the merge. Yeah. That's what that's where he's at mentally. He is not day one. Well, he'll never get there physically. <laughs> he he is he is basically playing this game and like setting up like, oh, they can work with death down the line. And everyone's lost like, we're that's six episodes away, my guy. We're not you who knows if those people are gone or you're gone. Why would you help out other tribes and not help ourselves? Or specifically, maybe he also felt the reason that he can get rid of it is because he was in the power alliance of four. So if he loses a vote, it doesn't matter, which is, again, overconfidence. I just don't understand why he told him. Like He thought himself was so no. valuable to keep that even if he didn't lose a but vote, like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, of course you're going to keep What's the point me. in telling them how quickly you gave up? None of them have experienced this, this journey before. Yeah. You can tell them whatever the heck you want. Yeah. And you can tell them, you know, I gave it a good shot. I lied my ass off. Why are you telling them? Like, that's what I can't get past is like the detail with which he tells them how horribly he failed. Yeah. And thinking I lasted that's like okay. a minute and, and a half and before I told that her. He's, that's all okay or whatever. I just, why? why? So overconfident. Why? Unnecessarily. Why? Um, yeah. So, and, and even then, anyway. like, even if he's like, oh, I lost my vote, but it's fine because I'm in the power alliance. By the way, Jelinski, if they vote you out, they're still in the power alliance at three to two. Yeah. <laughs> they, they still have the game. Yeah. They don't need you. I You're just... not necessary in day one for them because if they vote you out, they are still in the power control of the camp. Yeah, I just don't understand why he gave him a timeline on his failure. 
Yeah. Uh, Maria tells the tri- the, her tribe the truth and wins the alliance. Tim doesn't like that she has an extra vote. Uh, yeah, Yaru. Tim doesn't like powerful women. Yanu. <laughs> we get this conversation about uh, Jess having trouble sleeping and not being able to sleep at all. Um, she There's a moment where the structure they're sleeping in collapses, which ends up all of them basically sleeping on the beach. Mm. Um, so that sucks. And I wrote down that she's so relatable, um, I, uh, which is goes to where I'm at before. Everyone looks for an idol. Ultimately, Tiffany finds a beware advantage um, where it tells her to dig underneath where she found the beware advantage. Um, So there's this little moment of like she runs away immediately, realizes she has to go back to where it was. Um, So it's a nice little thing. Kenzie's with her the whole time during all this. She dig they dig up a box of lock under it with where they will know the keys location after their tribe loses an immunity challenge. Then they have to come back to the same location uh, for instructions on how to get that lock to open the box. Until then, they lose the vote. So it's I really like this because there's now incentive for them to for Tiff to almost throw the challenge if she wants. Uh, because if she because right now she has no vote and she gets the vote back if she gets this thing. So she's useless without the vote. And if they lose, she's now useful, and they can vote out someone, So, in a weird, which will make the tribe useless. It helps her specifically in a weird way. Yeah. It's kind of selfish, I guess, in that sense. But, um, uh, but yeah, uh, what do you think about this sort of, this beware advantage? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What do you feel? Do you have any thoughts on this beware advantage? I don't think I have many thoughts on it. I think it was, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice TV. It's nice. Uh, Tiff also tells Q, and there's a nice little moment where they decide not to tell Jelinski, and Q's response is, of course I'm not going to tell that boy. <laughs> I love Q. There is an eight-year difference between the two, <laughs> by the way. Uh, Jelinski, by the way, I think he is the youngest as well. How old is he? 21 years old. No. From Las Vegas. He's older than Charlie? Charlie's 24. He's, he's older than little baby boy Charlie? Tevin is now, Tevin and Venus, obviously you don't know their months, but Tevin and Venus are now the youngest players at 24 each. Jelinski was the youngest, and he's been voted off he immediately. Was, I thought, and overconfident at 21. I thought he was like 30. That actually just makes everything make sense. <laughs> I thought Charlie was a wee baby boy at like 21. Yeah, he's got that baby boy face. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> good luck, Charlie. Um, we get to the immunity challenge. This is where I find out that Jelinski believes several mean seven. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I find out that they gave up at one and a half hours. Yeah. So we get to the immunity challenge. They have to untie a giant gecko that is 500 pounds, 15 feet long. They got to get going on that. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, oh, gr- oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Uh, then they have to uh, get the gecko up over a wall through a tunnel and then onto a deck uh, once they lock in their gecko uh, they then have to solve a puzzle um, nami crushes this they get over the wall through the tunnel and onto the deck before any tribe can do just the wall yeah killing un, un, insane killing it um any 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 thoughts i'm just looking over my notes any thoughts that you have about this immunity challenge i had the question of why do they keep letting Jelinski do things? 
Uh-huh. And then I had the thought of like, I wonder if, you know. This is in reference to him being on the puzzle with yeah. Jess. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like Tiffany had any influence or if it just happened that way. Yeah. I wonder, because if I were Tiffany. Because we were also watching Tiffany during the gecko run, as it were, uh, and seeing if like she was not working as hard as she could have, you know? But I don't think she had to. But I wonder, <laughs> like, my thought is, like, if I were Tiffany and Jelinski volunteered for the puzzle, I would let him do it. Because I'd be like, okay, in the event that we make it there first, he's going to fuck it up. Yeah. And we'll lose. And I won't have to sabotage this task. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of where and, I'm at. And if we win, then we're good. I just don't have a vote. But at the moment we lose, I just come and get my idol and then I have a vote. Yeah, back. but I would be like, because obviously, like, there's the possibility that she would have to, like, throw the challenge by, like, you know, sabotaging your team. There was a point where she was pulling straight down on the head of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, pull up. And I'm like, I don't think she's going to pull up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wonder if, like, if there's any thought in her head of, like, let Jelinski volunteer for the puzzle because then he'll suck at it and we won't win and I won't have to look like the one that sabotaged. I would say yes, but she really pulls to keep Jelinski when it comes to voting. Shocker, uh, by the way. Uh, uh, Yanu uh, loses this immunity challenge. She eventually pulls to keep Jelinski, so I would I would be suspect, I guess. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Soda and Venus run the puzzle for Orange. Uh, Mariah and Maria for Green. Um, and Jelinski and Jess on the puzzle. Um, they obviously lost. Yanu lose this challenge. Um, Jelinski super bad at the puzzle. There's a point where Kenzie's like actively shouting at him, like, like, what are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> Not like that, but it felt yeah. like that, that energy. Um, ultimately, Nami wins. Siga gets second. Uh, and Jelinski sucks at the puzzle, is what I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the moment we'll also get Banu. There's so much what the fuck Jelinski in my notes. <laughs> There's a lot of that. There's a lot of... Jelinski yeah. is so bad. And the part of the problem is that he wants to do everything, but he's not good at anything, and he... He wants to... experience Survivor... But he's not good at Survivor. Nor does he really want to play Survivor. No. He doesn't want to do Survivor. He just wants to do the Survivor things. So do do some like Survivor experience thing. Yeah. Don't. 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 Yeah. Surely Vegas has some sort of Survivor experience that you could do. My name's Jesse. Huh? My name's Jesse, not Shirley. <laughs> this is where i break him um yeah so uh yanu loses nami wins and that's kind of it if you see from everybody else because we get yanu from here on out um basically jelinski and jess are the main targets here uh jelinski is confident uh despite having no vote with his alliance and that- despite having been the reason that they lost multiple challenges uh-huh or events uh, Jess questions his lackadaisicalness of just kind of like chilling out. And she's like, yeah, but you f- you said that you and I feel like we're on the bottom. So you just kind of want to chill here? Yeah, where every single other person in your tribe has gone, excuse me, gone together to the water or whatever. Yeah. And you're sitting back by yourself. like not Seemingly not fighting for it. Which to me is like, even if you're confident in your alliance, mm-hmm. 
Which he like, obviously is. Don't make it so obvious that you're confident in your alliance. Yeah. That would make me, as your alliance member, be like, well, I'm working my ass off to like make this work. He expects his al- he expects his alliance to keep him. Yeah, like fuck that guy. He thinks his alliance is that strong fuck, day fuck one. Fuck that guy. I said, I said, I said, fuck that guy. Are you Yosemite Sam? Yeah, she fuck that guy. No, not Yosemite Sam. Your Foghorn Leghorn. A little yeah, bit. yeah, she a little bit. Fuck that guy. She got a big old stogie. I say, I say, I say. Uh, I've already told you that joke before, right? Foghorn Leghorn's favorite. <laughs> the joke is, what is Foghorn Leghorn's favorite berry? I think, mm-hmm. and the and the response is, of course, Asai, Asai, Asai. Ah, good joke. Um, Airhorn. Tiff wants Jess out, as I've already said. Um, she gets her idol. She has a crack-coded message. Ultimately, she gets the key at the shallow waters at the point. She goes to the rocks, the Matthew rocks, where he fell. She finds the key, gets her idol. Uh, she wants Jess out. Q pitches Jelinski to Banu. Q wants Jelinski out, pinches to Jess. Uh, he pitches it to Tiff, but Jess obviously wants... Or uh, pitches it to Tiff, but Tiff wants Jess out. That Jeff's, mo- Jess comforts Banu at some point, and that's everything before Tribal. That moment where Tiff and Q are going back and forth on Jess and Jelinski and Banu's in the middle like, oh, 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 And then there's a point And where- then he's like, you are making some very valid... Po-. Like, he's the person in the middle that, like, doesn't know what to do. So he's like, every... Your points are valid. I, like, he's, remember- like, looking back and forth like, oh, Do you oh. remember... Um, it was so funny. You remember in Veep, um, whenever Julia Louise Dreyfus... Uh, would bring in her friend, her lawyer friend, yeah. who would just kind agree of agree to everything. Yeah. That was Banu with yeah. Tiff, where he's, where he's just like, I think Tiff is also making some very valid points he that was, we should consider. The way he was doing it was like, he was like half crying while doing it. So he was like, <laughs> I think they're making some very valid points. And then back to the other person, you're also making very valid points. Like it sounds like I'm making fun of him, but like I just, I just like that was hysterical to me. Mm-hmm. The the comedy there of like him just between the two of them. Back, yeah, avoid, he's a back. tennis player. He's it a was ten- tennis watching. He was a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. That man, that man was a tennis ball. That's fair. Um, that was hysterical. I couldn't. I oof, that was funny. Anyway, right, we get to tribal. Uh, that was everything before we got to tribal. Uh, tribal, uh, Jess says sleep deprivation is the hardest. Uh, Q describes the sweat task, and we get a disparity between Q and Jelinski on the sweat task. Um, oh. Jelinski says at one point that he and Q will never quit. Jeff says that is an impossible answer to the question when we are describing how you guys quit. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's like, whoa, his answer, I can't remember what it was. I just remember writing down a very salesman answer. Yes. Like, I'm not answering, but I'm answering and I'm ignoring the question. A very also political answer. Like, yeah, you quit. And like, I don't know. I feel like Jess owns up to, yeah, I'm not very, yeah. I don't talk to you guys very much. I'm not very, like, but I'm trying. And I feel like one-on-one I'm doing okay. But, but, she, she, I, but she, I think but she I recognizes I'm, that she could be better, but she's 
physically already like very tired and her brain's not here yeah but it sucks obviously yeah but Jelinski is like giving delusional answers like i don't know what you guys are talking about we would never quit i mean like yeah sure i quit that one challenge but i would never quit yeah and there's a point his last statement is like i would i'm gonna go a hundred percent in every challenge i have except the except the immunity challenge except the except the one except the one except the puzzle and then kenzie goes and the journey. And the journey. <laughs> and, and he's like, thank you for saying that. No, he said, thank you for reminding me. As if he forgot. And it looked like he was giving her daggers. Yeah. Like, hand on shoulder. Thank that you for so reminding me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but basically it comes down to like Jess. There's this idea that Jess is the weakest member. She just needs to sleep more. And yeah, but she's super tired and she her mentally not there and physically they don't think she's there. Whereas Jelinski, they thought has more physicalness to her. But she, but he lost in the opening puzzle because he was on that, lost in the immunity challenge puzzle, gave up his journey, and quit in the sweat. He was in every single challenge of the entire episode and either quit or, get, or, or lost. And they all thought, well, we should keep him. Yeah. I like when Jeff asks if, like, Dolinsky's the vote, and he goes... It's time to vote. <laughs> Banu that says or, that. Or sorry, Banu. Yeah. Yeah, Banu. Yes, he he specifically is like that. Almost sounds like you want to go after Jelinski, Banu, and Banu's like, it's time to vote. <laughs> no, he says it's time to vote. Yeah, <laughs> which is a great. That was a great way. I wish that was the ending, but they talk some more and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's really that was the moment. Where I was like, oh, Banu's lovable. Yeah. And then they go to the vote. And the vote is a blowout. Jelinski, all five votes on him. Ryan starts writing down, like, who's Names. voting for who. And after the second person, I was like, Ryan, stop writing. They all voted Jelinski. <laughs> yeah. Every single person. I was like, you don't need to write this one down. <laughs> every single person voted for Jelinski. It's sort of, I, I, saw, I read somewhere that he, uh, it, this kind of was a blind side for him. He fully believed that he was safe, which, yeah. now again, what we're talking Not. about, super overconfident. Of course he thought that. Uh, every single yeah. person voted out. And like I said before, even with Jelinski out, his alliance is still three to two. They're still in the power. They don't need him. The power position. And at the very least, Jess can hopefully figure it out in, in episode two. Yeah. And hopefully she can sleep now, knowing that she was not the first person voted out of Survivor. Yeah. So, um, Jess, get some sleep. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, so let's get to the... That's the episode of Survivor. I thought it was a solid ep for episode one. I thought we got introduced a lot of, introduced really well to a lot of the characters on this episode, on the season. Uh, and I'm excited. I think I'm not, I'm excited to see what the characters are. There's no like strategy or, or how things will play out yet, but that's fine. Right now, I'm excited for the characters. Um, let's talk about our teams, our Survivor Series teams. Let's talk about it. So we voted privately after our episode zero uh thing because you were sick and you were not in it so we want to do what we did after the fact uh thank you for sniffling You're on welcome. purpose uh and so we did a snake draft i believe uh how it works was round one is in order round two is in reverse order and then you go back and forth between until everyone's got their teams you believe you didn't actually know how this works before you had us no do it? i just say believe is like a um a, a, a time waster that's not a phrase um 
But you went first, Jesse, and then it was Jerry, and then it was me, and then round two was me, Jerry, Jess, Jess, Jerry, Ryan, Ryan, Jerry, Jess. Say that ten times fast. Jess, Jerry, Ryan. I will not. Um, No. And so the teams are, I picked Jem, Hunter, Jess, Venus, and Mariah. I'm so proud of you. Um, that is my team, Jem, Hunter, Jess, Venus, and Mariah. Jesse, who was on yep. your team? I have Kenzie, Randon, Soda, Tim, and Tiffany. Um, after this first episode, how do you feel about your team? I feel good about two of them. Like okay. I feel great about two of them. Which two? Tiffany and Kenzie. I think they're going to make it to the merge. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone on their tribe would vote them out before the merge. Okay, yeah. Um, Randon, I didn't really get enough on, but I feel like he's okay. Like he's in a good spot. He has a, him and Venus have a thing. Yeah. His tribe is doing really well. It really depends on how their tribe sides with him or Venus. Yeah. Um, I think I have soda that I am worried about. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the initial overload of her personality will wear off a little bit and she'll stick around for a while. Kind of like Marianne. Yeah. Kind of like, um, what's her name? Carolyn? Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Even Emily in like a reverse way. Yeah. I really thought Tim would be funnier on screen. <laughs> like I thought that, that he would be an entertainment factor. Yeah. Um, I don't see him sticking around. Yeah. Uh, he is in the minority alliance of Charlie sides of the girls. He also the and way even then, it's the way three, that he three. talks around his tribe members, it doesn't feel like any of them have connected with him. No, and also he's he not. Did, he did connect with Maria a little bit yeah. as a parent, but that's the only connection we saw with him. But I don't think he's going to get me a lot of points. I think Soda, no matter how long she stays, could get me some points. Yeah, and obviously anyone on Orange right now, I'm. I wouldn't jump anybody yeah. from Orange right now. Um, Sega, so... I get. Sega, I get. Um, yeah. And then Jerry's team. Before we before we talk about the next part of this, Jerry's team is Charlie, Tevin, Maria, and Banu. And She's gonna get some major points for crying on camera. And Jelinski. Yeah. Bye bye. Uh, just to let the record show, Jerry had too much faith in Jelinski. Jelinski was Jerry's first pick. I think she thought. <laughs> He would stick around enough to get points for, like, I thought like Tim, chaos. Yeah, I thought Tim would be a little bit of chaos points. Yeah. In fact, he was chaos. Uh, and he was only around for one episode, which stinks for Jerry. So, what we are going to do, we uh, flipped a coin before we recorded here today um, of who we're going to do this. However, this is going to happen. Actually, no, you know what? Before we say, before we say this is going to happen. We have a, a voicemail from Jerry. Um, so She's, let's... Um, just a, clearing her name on the whole Jelinski thing. Yes, of her thought <laughs> process on the Jelinski of it all. Uh, and I think she does have some questions that we'll answer. But uh, um, hopefully this all works. Um, all right. Hopefully this all works. And hopefully you can hear it, folks. We should hear it as well. Uh, so this is Jerry, her thought on episode one and Jelinski. Wow, I was so, well, I knew Jelinski was going to be awful, so I guess in a way I was right, but I thought that would really take him far, 
And no, they got him out so fast. I was, I was so wrong in that sense. Um, but I was also happy that they got him out because he was annoying as fuck. Oh my God. Um, so happy about that. Also really happy that I chose Maria and Bonnu because, you know, they weren't my top contenders just from the, um, info we got from the entertainment article, but I really like their energy and what they're bringing to the table. So I'm happy that they're a part of my five. Um, do I have anything else to say? I don't think I have anything else to say right now, but how are you guys feeling about the people you picked? I guess it's my four now. Oh, that's a question I had. So I know that we get to swap after the first episode, I don't get to add another person, right? Because I lost one. I swap from my remaining four. I don't think I want to swap anyone, but just asking for clarity. Also, okay, I do have one more thing to say. I I was, I think I was correct that Tevin is getting the winner's edit. I mean, that opening, like, monologue that he gave, like, the whole time I was just, like, freaking out. I was just like, winner's edit, winner's edit, ah! Um, but I could be wrong. They could be setting us up for him getting blindsided and it being very dramatic and sad. We'll see. Anyway, love you guys. And yes, that is Jerry on her Jerry. thoughts. Thanks, um, Yeah. I uh, think that was what we decided last time was that like if your person gets voted off in the first episode, you can replace them. I think that's what we were going to do differently. I think you're right. But you have to pick last. So yeah, so what we've decided what we're going to do, Jerry, to answer your question, is that... Uh, Jess and I are going to be able to swap, obviously, but, uh, Jerry has the option to either swap from her four or pick up a new person, but she is going to have to pick last if that's the case. Um, we talked to Jerry already. She's going to pick last. She's going to pick up a new person. Uh, obviously she's picking last cause she gets the three leftovers and then whoever we swap out, if we're going to swap out anybody are leftovers. Uh, so that is kind of where Jerry's gonna be at for that. Um, we flipped a coin. I'm swapping out first, and then you are going, and then Jerry. Um, which I'll we'll text in the group chat as well. See, and we'll see if maybe Jerry can get a response while we're recording. Probably not though, but we'll see. Um, in the meantime, uh, there also is no points. We're not doing points for episode one as well. Uh, but just let the record show uh, what the points would have been. It would have been 15 for me, 25 for Jesse, and, and 54 for Jerry. Yeah. Uh, sadly, no points this episode. No, none for you, Glenn Gretchen Wieners. Ooh, so sorry. Four for you, Glenn Coco, and none for Gretchen Wieners. So, so sorry, Jerry. Sorry. Um, but yeah, let's get to the swaps. So the people that were not picked up were Ben, Liz, and Q. Now, all three of them. I think Ben is an interesting character on Sega. He's the mo- biggest personality on Sega, in my opinion. Um, everyone likes him right now. That's all we get from him. The fact that we haven't seen really much from Sega tells me that either these people aren't that personable or we don't really need to know about them too much until later down mm-hmm. the line. We mm-hmm. don't need to spend the time on them now. Um uh orange uh uh which is liz uh orange which is who is orange Sega, not Sega. uh uh um who is orange nami nami thank you Mm -hmm. uh liz is on nami um she as we already talked about could probably get a lot of points for a medevac 
I don't think she's going to last long. I don't see winter right now. I don't know how she's even going to make it to 20 plus days of not eating any food. Uh, so we'll get there, I guess, with Liz. But hey, if you want a bunch of points of her getting medevaced, she's on the board. Yeah. And then Q is also on the board. He is on Yan, uh, not on Yan. Yes, no, he is on Yanu. I think he and Tiff are sort of leading the power dynamic. And we also didn't do MVPs, but we're not doing points. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but he's an Jelinski's inter- obviously the MVP for the episode. I, I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, so we'll give Jerry even more MVP bonus points. Ooh, but the points don't matter this episode. Ooh, I'm sorry, so sorry. Jerry. But Q, I think him and Tiff are sort of leading Yanu right now. And I would argue, obviously, that he is maybe leading it a little bit more only because his person of Jelinski ultimately got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was able to convince his other tribe members to vote out Jelinski. So are you stalling? Uh, uh, I'm I'm just going over uh, setting the table, if you will. I know. Now, my team of Jem, Hunter, Jess, and Venus, and Mariah, I was going over today in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping Hunter. Easy peasy. Damn. Jem um, and Mariah barely have seen them. Mm-hmm. Mariah we've seen more of than Jem, uh, but it's basically all we saw of them is setting up this idea of a women's alliance on Sega. The fact that we've barely seen them is slightly disconcerting, but it also could just be that we don't really know about any about them because they're going to be around for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the fact that they're in a women's alliance that is the majority alliance right now is also good for my game. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Venus already has someone gunning for her. Yeah, it really depends on how the tribe sides with that. Yes. Oh, like and Brandon how, versus Venus. And, but the fact that she's on orange, to me... Might not matter. Might not matter for a while because it, they are so dominating already that unless something in, really changes, I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. see um, how she would do. Which then leaves Jess. I really like Jess. I think Jess is extremely relatable. And I said from the beginning when we did our preview that Jess reads to me as someone that could either be voted out day one or make it in the long haul. She wasn't voted out day one, and if she gets a good night's sleep, then I think she could be in for the long haul, potentially, Mm -hmm. if she starts relating to people. The problem is, is that she's on Yanu, which is already down a person. She was the second person, but she didn't get any votes on, but she was up there as a nomination. Um, People were considering her. Um. Uh, already. So she's already on the bottom of her tribe now. The only other person she can connect with is Banu, because Banu's on the outs as well, but I think more in than her. And I don't necessarily see her getting along with Tiffany and Q, uh, and maybe Kenzie, but I'd say less so Kenzie, to try to fix her situation. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, despite me loving Jess. I really hope she sticks around. Me too. I'm going to drop Jess. Oh, sad. And I'm going to pick up uh, Q. Oh, damn it. So I'm going to drop Jess and pick up Q. I'm gonna, I wanna, it's important to me to keep and diversify my portfolio of tribe members. So I'm picking up the other Yanu person. Q is obviously just in a way better position. I will say this. Q is, I, this is the thing I was going to bring up earlier in the episode. Q is my Caleb vote. 
Yes. And by that, I mean... He's going to be fantastic until the merge. And then when the merge happens, I'm voting out Q immediately. Yeah. And that is why I'm putting him in this thing, is I'm probably going to... That's what gonna, I was going to do. I was going to take Q. I'm probably going to have Q in up until the merge, and then I'm going to want to maybe swap him out, because he is such a threat, immediately. Uh, he's great right now, but he's a threat down the line. Um, and they're going to want to keep Q, I think. He's obvi- with Jelinski out, uh, obviously. I think Tiff and Q are probably the most built of everybody, honestly. Um, but with Jelinski gone, they're going to want to keep strength right now. So Q is obviously a person there. Yeah. So I'm I'm picking up Q. So yeah, I'm dropping. Uh, and I really like Q. So I'm dropping Jess and picking up Q. And uh, and yeah. So Jesse, it's now your turn. You have Kenzie, Randon, Soda, Tiffany, and Tim. And you can pick up Jess, Ben, or Liz. So remind me of what the Sega tribe, who's on the Sega tribe? Sega tribe is Ben, Charlie, Jem, Mariah, Maria. Not confusing at all. Mariah, Maria, and Tim. So here's the thing, right? There is that women's alliance in Charlie. So it's everybody versus Ben and Tim. Of the two of them, who do I think is able to, like, I don't see the two of them teaming up together. Who? Sorry, say it again. I don't see Ben and Tim teaming up together to try and create an alliance to sway the rest of their tribe. I foresee... Ben can pull in Charlie, but even then that's 3-3. I foresee Charlie pulling in Ben. Me too. And Tim being the odd man out. Me too. I don't think Tim really meshes with a lot of his tribe. And I don't think Tim has been a standout challenge person. No. And like, I feel the same way about Soda that I feel like neither of them really got a lot of screen time, but we did get to know Soda more. Mm-hmm. And like, also she's on a winning tribe. And I think if she can get past that first few days of like, you know, the raging introverts being annoyed with her. Yeah. I think that like, which is really just Hunter, to be fair. Right. I think things will even out. And I think like I think she could find a groove. I think she could find a groove more easily than Tim. Also, to be fair to Soda, Hunter in interviews is annoyed by Soda, but hasn't, I, as far as we've seen, explicitly said that to anybody else. No, but he's been over the shoulder giving, like, ugh, eyes. Um, sure. In the background. Yeah. I just think that she has more potential than Tim. Soda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the other person I was unsure about is Randon because, again, not a lot of screen time. But I think that it's, that's yeah. <laughs> probably because he's solid. Like, I feel like he's fine. Like, I think it really is going to depend on how the tribe sides. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't really foresee that right now. So, for those reasons. Yeah. If anything, Venus has the, a person in Soda. Yeah. And because. He gave me no good TV except for I have a wife and I have a grandma. <laughs> I'm deciding to drop Tim. Wow. He did not perform. He did not perform or ex- he did not exceed or meet workplace metrics. This is disappointing. Therefore, he is fired. Wow. Um, wow. So I will be dropping Tim. But what about his children? His mother, his grandma. His wife. I think they'll know why I'm dropping him. Morehouse is one of his accomplishments. Morehouse College. I think that in they'll, what way? they'll I don't all know. know why I'm dropping him and why I'm picking up. You thinking? 
You got Ben, Jess, or Liz? Ben. Picking up Ben. Yeah. I need a Sega, and I think that he will Dropping stick a Sega around. Dropping a Sega for a Sega. I think that, again, he, he could stick around for a while. I'm a little worried that the alliance doesn't include him right now, but I have a feeling that that alliance will fall apart once they all turn on Tim. Then Possibly. It'll, it'll kind of break up a little bit, I think. Uh-huh. There's also the trend, and this is something I would bring up, I guess, as well, if I was there. Tim mentions that all of these all these women are going to gun for us, and you know, it's all this stuff. There's also a history of women creating a women's alliance that goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, there's a history of that in Survivor where it's like, oh, let's all work together, and they all gun for each other instead. Um, again, there's not much we're getting from Sika, but I completely understand. And the fact that everyone likes Ben. If I didn't yeah. pick Q, I would have picked Ben. Yeah, and if I didn't, if you didn't pick Q, I probably would have picked Q, but I'm taking Ben because he's my second guess. That's fair. Second, second pick. Do you want to text Jerry what your uh, decision is? I think I, I think Ben's am. a good pick. I think Ben's a good pick. Um, he everyone likes him. He's not pulled into the alliance or even this majority alliance of Charlie, but I think he could be pulled into it. Um, I think maybe he could pull some people out of it because everyone likes him. Um, but we'll see. Um, what that is. And then Jerry has already stated that they're going to pick up someone now that they've lost Jelinski. So on the board for them, they have either Liz, Jess, or Tim as their options. If you might if you don't mind texting Jerry that list of who she can pick up. I am already doing it. I'm um, already I'm literally I literally as as you were saying that, Ryan. As as, as you were saying that, um I can't Type the word pick. Perfect. Uh, it starts with a P. Like Jess, perfect. Liz, and Tim, right? Yes. Um, we'll see if Jerry responds to that while we finish the recording and do our plugs and whatnot. Um, but do you have any thought immediately if you were Jerry with the team of Tevin, uh, Charlie, Mar- Maria, and Banu? If you were Jerry and you had to pick between Jess um Jess, Tim, or Liz? Who are you picking? There's an argument to picking Liz. Mm-hmm. The the Benefact argument? <laughs> the Benefact argument, but also, like, they're on the winning tribe. She's on the winning tribe. She, you know... Get a lot of points for surviving week to week and winning immunity challenges. Is probably going to drop a cuss word accidentally. <laughs> um... I don't know. Jess is is one of those people that like something's got to switch between this episode and the next. Like she's got to have that moment of like, all right, like I got to power through. And they're teasing right now in the episode that there isn't a switch when with Banu actively yelling at her uh, uh, in the preview with her, yeah. with the challenge, yelling Jess. It might be Jess. It might be too risky to pick up Jess. I don't know. There's an argument to picking up Liz. Um, is there any argument picking up Tim? No. Maybe he can sway people. Maybe they want to keep him around because he's helping them His win challenges. His whole right now is against him except for Ben. And Ben is like the vibe man. They yeah. all love Ben. Yes. So he, does, he odds, doesn't hate anybody. He's not coming for anybody. The odds of him and Ben pulling someone into an alliance versus everyone going against Tim and taking Ben in is much, it's much higher that like Charlie would be like, dude, we, we want you in our alliance. Yeah. Ben for Ben and Tim to draw people in. Though, like, Ben is pretty persuasive. I think, like, people like him. But, like, I don't know. I yeah. just I just don't see it. I don't see it with Tim either. 
Um, I don't think he is in a great spot, unfortunately. I think I agree. I think I tend to agree. Um, well, there we go then. Uh, Jerry's not texted back, so we'll just close out this episode and we'll let you all know what happens next week with that. Uh, if you have any thoughts on what we talked about this episode of Survivor Series, or if you have any thoughts on episode one or what you look forward to uh, in the season 46 of Survivor, email us, scurviverseries at gmail.com, S C U R V I V O R series at gmail.com. Also, don't forget that if you tell him that I deserve a air horn button that i will love you forever and maybe i'll send you a little something something in the mail um i did you just hear something did you hear something did you say something i didn't hear you huh oh nothing i guess it was nothing uh, it might have been static I don't yeah know. it's just just static but you know leave it in it gives it gives a nice little like edginess to our pod did you just throw a pen oh, yeah accidentally <laughs> ryan's losing his gourd bye no 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 we gotta do our plugs what are your what are your any what is your uh recommendation of the week sleep <laughs> to jess <laughs> yes um you know i think that more people should you've been getting into a show recently what show uh oh okay so i'm watching the great british bake off right or the great british baking show as it's known in america mm-hmm. um it's good it's fine it's great i mean it's... <laughs> it's good it's fine it's great. listen but what i watched first and what somebody recommended to me and i highly recommend it especially if you already like the great british bake-off the great british pottery throwdown yeah you watch, watch all of it. that like in like maybe two or three weeks i think it's it might just be the great pottery throwdown I, watch yeah, I think it might be that it watch it and so that is Watch all that show that entire season as far as we can tell is series is on where hbo it was on max max it's on max and then except for the most recent two seasons which i wonder if i can look it up because you're watching the great british baking show on not Tubi. what's the other one what are you watching on I'm watching it on Roku TV. Yes, you're watching on Roku TV, which has every, every every season. Yeah. As far as I can tell, or at the very least, a bunch of the seasons that are aren't on Netflix or anywhere else. Um, so that's how you can watch that, I guess. Um, but yeah, it. The most recent series aren't released in America yet, so you won't be able to watch of the bit uh, of uh, pottery, pottery throwdown. However, I wonder if it's on Roku. Have we checked? I mean, everywhere I looked, they say like. It takes like a long time for yeah. it to get released on any streaming site here. Yeah. Um it's so good. Ooh, um Jerry's Jerry did text OG's LMAO. So we're gonna wait momentarily. Uh I know that's a what a what a great pick for her. Um did I have any recommendations? I don't feel like I, I don't know why you're asking me. I'm just talking out loud. Um, that's part of podcasting, just talking out loud. Really? Uh, just like saying words out loud? saying words to fill the air. Not particularly to anyone. We got it in. We got it in. Jerry is going to take Liz. Ha <laughs> ha! I told you. There we go. There it is, folks. So she does not have Jelinski anymore. She's picking up Liz. A bold play. Probably a good play. I mean, but it doesn't hurt her to take one extra person, right? And of the three... Liz is the best option. Let's be real. Uh, Liz is on orange, meaning Jerry now has two orange, two green, and one purple. Uh, you have two orange, two purple, one green. 
and I have two orange, two green, one purple. So if you just want to look at s- s- tribe stats, you might be the weakest with purple. But you have Except Tiff. I have two of the strongest people on that tribe. Yes, so. and I have the third. <laughs> um, there we go. I think that's it uh, for this episode of Survivor Series. It's been as long as the episode itself. We'll be back next week to talk about episode two of Survivor. And I'll have my brand new air horn button. Mm, maybe not. Uh, we'll Come see. Come through, people. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.